Welcome to Twig's SE Reflections, a podcast series meant for students and practitioners of the somatic and psychobiologically based therapies. This is a venue for me to share informal, off-the-top thoughts and meditations about what I do and don't do as a somatic therapist and consultant, a kind of intellectual oasis. Feel free to join the conversation, pass the word around, ask me a question or two. More information at liberationispossible.org backslash SE Reflections. Let's see what happens next. Welcome back to Twig's SE Reflections. I know, that was quite a hiatus, and and a number of you have been actively anticipating that I would return. I'm so much looking forward to telling you the story. So, July 2013, I'm headed toward home from Brazil. My sweetie's along with me, and we're going for a little holiday, a little space away, a little time off the map, as I call it. And I'm actively working on the next podcast that I was going to share with you all, which was about the question of adjunctive or like other practices that are good to practice study in order to kind of improve specifically your SE skills. Some things like Ericksonian hypnosis and cranial sacral therapy, these kind of things have certain elements that are really valuable to the SE practitioner. So I was kind of going over those, and I was editing that piece, in fact, as I was flying home. Now, this was my holiday, right? So I land, it's a long trip up in the mountains, settling in, sweetie goes to sleep, it's a full moon night, and I'm thinking to myself, oh my goodness, this is my opportunity to go for a wonderful hike up over this mountain that lives behind me and that I have always kind of tracked up and down since I moved there so many years ago. There I am, full moon night, walking along, it's about midnight, and I trek up over the hillside along the next driest, drier ridgeline. And at the exact moment as I kind of crest over the hill, there's a gust of wind that comes right up on me and it's really hot. And I have this spark of an imagination and I think to myself, there's going to be a fire. Now I know that. I've been living in a fire ecology place for about 16 years. At that point, I know that this land is meant to burn. And I'm aware as an ecologist somebody who pays attention to the landscape, that my place was overdue by a long time for a major kind of clearing fire that would open new seeds. This is a completely natural thing to happen in the landscape where I built my home. And in fact, I built my home in relationship to the fact that that would happen. And it's kind of an earth-bermed, concrete front stuccoed building that makes it so it's very resistant to having any kind of damage from a fire. At the same time, I'm aware that this fire, some day that's going to come, is going to kind of put everything that I have going at risk. And, you know, I'm on that effort. You know, I don't know. You guys on that effort? Like that one that's saying... This is what I was working with. This is what I'm trying to work on. Just trying to say, hey, look, 
that's an active danger in my life. That could really take out my stuff. It could really take out the, you know, the kind of the, the place that I'm responsible for. And, and I'm not attending to that. And that's actually maintaining my stress all the time. Because as I was out in the world, you know, you guys don't know this. I'd be like at trainings and I'd be like checking the fire map for my place back in Washington. I'd spend July and August year after year doing that. And I was like, this is no way to deal with my anxiety. And there I was as I walked back home, seeing the accumulation of fuel, especially right in front of my house. My sense of safety just completely dropped away. And then suddenly, you know, my sense of ability to attend to many other things was just kind of gone because I was like, wow, you know, from this moment, as far as I'm concerned, that fire could come any time. And it really held my attention. It held my attention so much that the following winter, I made major life changes so that I could get back home there to have enough time and space inside of myself to figure out how to deal with the problem that I had created. With that said, it was a great year. And yes, indeed, that fire did come. It was huge and it was dramatic. And I can't wait to tell you certain parts about that. And now with that kind of easing off and both my preparations for that fire having been successful and the fire having passed through my own personal life and the work that I've been able to do with my community to allow me to then bring my attention back out into the rest of the world, I am very much excited to return to these podcasts and to some of these questions and dialogues that I've been having a little bit privately with people to make them a little bit more available to you all. And as we go toward that, I'll tell you that in the course of time since the last, in fact, just three that I started with, and now my style for this has changed quite a lot. I'm looking forward to just moving forward from where I am now. And that might, in fact, mean that some things are surprising sometimes, which would be good because we all need a couple surprises every once in a while. My friends, I am wishing you the best out there in SE land, and I'm looking forward to seeing what happens next. You can look for my podcasts on iTunes or better yet, www.liberationispossible.org backslash SE Reflections. Mm-hmm.